the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Yes. We're live from foggy London town, high atop Green Tree Hill. There's a water tower that's maybe, what, a quarter of a mile away. Mm -hmm. You can't see it. I mean, it's a massive tower. Seriously, we're high above Parkway Center, and we could be underground in a tunnel for all the good it's doing us. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful, right? I love it. It's really, it's moody. Why, why would you love that? You don't think that's beautiful out there? <laughs> that's you not don't... beautiful. That's not beautiful, that's John. That's incredibly beautiful. You can't beautiful. see anything. I just think it's, in, really, you don't see the... This is your maudlin Irish thing. I don't think so. You're like, oh, no, no it's, just... it's it's the worst weather ever. It's so beautiful. It's fabulous. I mean, I, you sometimes, I can't believe you don't think that that's beautiful. Why? No. I love this weather. Thank Get you, Gary. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I love it for photography. Mm-hmm. Although I can't shoot pictures today. I was going to say, right except now. you're not doing any is of that. A photographer's dream. Of course. It's thick, yeah. viscous. Isolate your subject. Mm-hmm. It's moody. That's Very for moody. sure. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. There's Boris Karloff. Maybe it's because the around. two of you are so moody. Do you well, think that's what it is? That's probably it. Grumpy old men. <laughs> oh, my mm-hmm. God. I, don't mean, I just thought about maybe that had a, another it's an thing indictment. To do it matches huh? my personality. Yeah. Two minutes into the show, we got thrown under the I bus. I mean, if, if you don't have to go to work mm. or go outside and you can. Enjoy them. Curl up in front of the fire with a book or something. Then it's a great day. I wonder what the roads are like. Roads are probably fine. There was nobody on them uh-huh. when I came in today. people are wise to stay home. So it's the what? fog home instead of the ride home today. Okay. Very nice. I'm ready for it. All right. Good day for you. Um, I feel energized. Mm-hmm. My Christmas tree's up. Hey, what? Mm-hmm. Yep. Put it's it up, up. On, put it up on Saturday. I feel good about That's it. That's really good. Um, for the first time ever, I bought a pre-lit tree. I thought that oh, that was oh. something that should mm. never be attempted, but I saw a deal on one and I thought, okay, I'll give it a tr-. Wait, this came in a box and you like opened it up like an umbrella? Nope. It comes in three pieces uh-huh. and it just one piece bump, plugs bump, bump. into the next and I plugged it in and it all lit up and I thought this is the greatest experience I've ever had. <laughs> because putting Christmas tree oh, tell me. lights on a Christmas tree mm-hmm. is really a lot. Yeah. Well, you've never had a live tree, so I mean I had a live tree for the first three years we were married. Okay. I mean until you know, my husband outlawed outlawed it. Fingers get stuck oh. and your little it's rough. Even on an artificial tree, your fingers get mauled. Come on. What? Really? An artificial tree? Aren't they like soft and smooth? No, no, they're really? not. No. You'd be like, you know, kind of like, uh, uh. No, not at all. Anyway, so all right, well, my, congratulations. Finger, my fingers weren't chewed up. My my tree is in an upright position. Right, so the Emmons house is set for Christmas. Well, I mean, I haven't decorated the tree yet. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Is that usually a family affair? Or, or, no, it's usually what? me alone. Really? Yeah. Oh, we make everybody. We here. That's good. I think we make I might everybody this year. Too. No, I come think on. I might. Let's go, there's, you guys. There's too much going on. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's like you know, it's supposed to be like a happy tradition. Yeah, but you know, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be a happy. You know, tradition. that gets dicey. But more more often than not, we're okay. Yeah. 
you know. Sure, of course. When the kids well, are little, it's less. Friday's a day one of baking. Mm. So I'm very excited about that. Excellent. Oh, mm-hmm. Christmas is in a whole yes. different gear here. Yeah. Very, very mm-hmm. nice. That's exciting. All right. Hey, thanks for being with us today. A fog notwithstanding. But of course, uh, even with the fog, the news uh, continues to pour in. The, the globe continues to move around. So, Kath, without further ado, please give us the news, the top four at four. For Tuesday, the 6th of December, mm-hmm. 2022, number one. A drone strike near an airfield in Russia's Kursk Oblast, which borders Ukraine, caused a fire at an oil facility today. If confirmed, and it sounds like it will be, it'll be the third attack on or near a Russian airfield in 24 hours in the most brazen and far-ranging strikes inside Russia Mm. since the invasion of Ukraine in February. This could mark a turning point in the war, I would say, John. The strike today comes after um, explosions at two military installations deep inside Russia uh, occurred, including an airfield that served as a base for bombers allegedly used in Moscow strikes on civilian infrastructure in Ukraine. That's from today's Washington Post. Number two. Major freight railroads, we talked about this yesterday with Greg Clugston, mm-hmm. how uh, the president stepping in and averting the railroad strike was a great thing for all of us, right? Because we could get our Christmas presents and, you know, and things could, sure. could, could continue. But I couldn't get over how um, Biden just basically pushed them to give up the idea of sick days. Mm-hmm. Well, listen to this. Major freight railroads are facing pressure to add sick days for their workers from a new front, not government this time. An influential investment group says some of its members are now pushing the measure that Congress declined to as part of the contracts they imposed last week to avert the nationwide rail strike. The Interfaith Center on Corporate Responsibility said today the two investment managers it works with to help promote social change at companies had filed proposals at Union Pacific and Norfolk Southern to give shareholders a vote on whether rail workers should get paid sick time. Wait, wait, what's the organization called? The Interfaith Center on Corporate Responsibility. I've never heard of it. Me neither. But isn't that fascinating that that would happen? I think that's a great thing. That's from ABC News. Number three. Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock defending his Senate seat against Republican challenger Herschel Walker in a runoff election in Georgia today. There is record-breaking early voting, um, and uh, both sides are saying they're definitely going to win. Mm-hmm. Since Democrats flipped the seat in Pennsylvania right here and successfully defended the other seats in play in the midterm elections, Democrats will retain control of the Senate regardless of the outcome in Georgia today. But they will have more power if they controlled the chamber 5149, since they will not have to work out a power sharing agreement with the Republicans. And today, thank goodness, will be the last election of the 2022 <laughs> midterm oh, yeah. cycle. Then we go to uh, December 31st with that. Uh, number four, Afghan girls, John, will be allowed to take their high school graduation exams this week, an official said, uh, according to the Taliban government, even though, so they're, which is wonderful news, they're going to be able to take their graduation exams. You know what the problem is? Hmm. They haven't been allowed in school. Oh, so there's been no learning, but you can take an exam. Exactly. Oh, that's a big... Yeah, right there. exactly. This is ridiculous, said an 18-year-old girl named Nahela from Kabul. Uh, she said she would be in 12th grade and eligible for the exam. Quote, we spent a whole year under tension and stress and haven't read a single page of our textbooks. How could we possibly take an exam after the year and a half that the Taliban has kept our school closed? And that is your top four at four. Wow. And the good news is I have one bonus for you. 
What's that? The bonus is uh, that Cam Hayward has been announced today as the Steelers' choice as the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Excellent. Not a surprise. Cam. It's his fifth time being nominated for wow, such an award. Very good. Um, I, I see that you have an apology on the clock. I do have an apology on the clock. <laughs> I mean, it's later on. Is that now or later? No, well, I think we should say it twice because right. it's just that bad. So yesterday we were talking about records. 52 things I learned. No, we're talking about rec- records that were broken yeah, yeah, in right, right. 2022, yeah. right? And you said that there was a band called the Midnights mm-hmm. and they had, you know, broken all sorts of records. Right. And we're like, well, who are the who Midnights? Are the Midnights? So what I looked that? them up and I find this band called the Midnight, yeah. singular. Mm-hmm. I was Who like, well, that's really... so I talk about them on the air, just from what I could read from Wikipedia, not with any personal, you know, I thought, okay, how could a band that has that low of a profile sell that much? <laughs> well, to be fair, we both, we both did say, well, you know, we're really not attuned with today's, you know, well, no. music. And, and we both said, wow, is Taylor Swift's album Midnight's? And then we were like, no, I don't, I don't think that. Anyway, of course that's what it is. Yeah. And we sounded like complete idiots. Yep. You know why? Because we, because are. we are. Yeah. It's just, it so I want to apologize to the public at large right. that it was not a band called the Midnights. Though was, there is one, an Atlanta-based one called the Midnight. Mm-hmm. You should definitely check yeah. out. But, you know, I, I don't want to say it, but, you know, you're a person of a certain age. Oh, for It can be excused. Right. No, all it I'm can't saying. be excused. It can be. There's no excuse for not knowing the name of Taylor Swift's right. new album. I'll pray for you. Hindrances, hindrances to a powerful prayer life. Not that knowing is next. the name of Taylor Swift. Who's right. Taylor Swift? Thank oh. you. Very nice. <laughs> W-O-R-D. Hey, everybody. It's Charlie Kirk here. In the battle for America's Christian values, we at TPUSA Faith have stood strong in helping generations of Americans to defend their faith. Now we need your support to help us finish the year strong, ready to advance the biblical values in 2023. Would you help us defend faith and freedom right now with a tax-deductible donation? When you do, thanks to a generous $75,000 matching donation, your best gift will be doubled. Give today and help Christians stand strong in their faith. Support Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA now at wordfm.com slash faith. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk. and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're a serious and qualified SEC accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. The U.S. government needs your investment in oil and is allowing you to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a very active oil and gas operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Get this big tax deduction for 2022. Hurry before it's too late. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Hi, Sarah. I'm sorry I'm late. The traffic is crazy. Yeah, it is. And it doesn't help that gas prices have skyrocketed. I can't believe how much it costs for gas now. Everyone's talking about how much gas is, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app and I get cash back for every gallon of gas I buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid real cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yeah, real cash every time I buy gas. What? That sounds like it could really add up. I've made around $200 already. Wow, that's serious extra money. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. 
Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SALE33 for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SALE33 for a 25 cents per gallon bonus in your first tank. That's code SALE33 for 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors, just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com, and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com. I think we could talk about this every show, mm-hmm. every week, every year, and still we would stumble forward. How do we pray well? Well, Leslie Bennett's with us. Leslie works for Revive Our Hearts in the Women's Ministries Initiative Sector, and she wrote a piece uh, about hindrances to a powerful prayer life. And uh, she teaches and speaks on this. Leslie, please hold forth. We need your help. Oh, well, um, I'm glad to be here today. Thanks so much for having me. Our pleasure. Okay, so for those of us who are believers in Jesus and want to have um, a prayer life that... I mean, I want to say works, but that, uh, that makes it sound like a little too efficiency oriented. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we want it to work, but we also want it to be real. Authentic. Yeah. 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 Um, so what gets in the way of that? Mm. Well, let me start with this by saying that, um, and this might be a good foundation for our conversation today. I think that prayer is the most underutilized gift that God has given the church. Um, suppose that I gave you, the John and Kathy show, a check for $44 billion. Now, I use $44 billion because that was one of the largest financial transactions of 2022. Right. You, you may remember that was roughly what Elon Musk paid for Twitter. But when I gave you this check, instead of depositing it, you chose to frame it in this beautiful frame and hang it on your studio wall. That check is basically worthless unless you sign the back of it and cash it. Hmm. So what I want to see the church do today and followers of Jesus Christ take up our pens. It's time to take up our pens, take that check, cash it in, sign the back of it, and take God at his word. Um, I think we all long to see the world around us change, but we have to be willing to ask God to do what only he can do. And God doesn't answer wishful thinking, does he? Um, he doesn't answer worries that consume our minds um, or the or when we rant about um, the way things are. God answers prayer. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. so, Leslie, that's that's fabulous, right? I mean, I want to pick up that pen. I want to sign that check. I want to use that for, for all the resources mm-hmm. here on earth and in heaven and beyond. And, and we all recognize when people do pray powerfully. We all, I think, yearn for that, you mm-hmm. know. But what the heck? We just, most of us are not well equipped. We get in our own way. Mm-hmm. We stumble. Mm-hmm. We bumble. Oftentimes, we don't make a whole lot of sense. I wish there was, you know, like a one, two, three, A, B, C, here's the easy way prayer for dummies. <laughs> well, I wish there was too. 
Um, but I think we're also guilty of overcomplicating prayer, and um, we don't understand it. I mean, it's mysterious. It's this, this unbelievable invitation from the Lord to cooperate with Him and be involved in His work and to know Him intimately and personally. And yet there's things we can learn about prayer, but there's not a formula that we can follow by any means. And there's definitely some things that get in the way of our prayers being powerful. If we want uh, powerful prayers, then what is required of us as far as attention? I think that's one of the things I get frustrated with myself a lot is mm-hmm. how do you, mm-hmm. is it environment? Is it posture? Is it time of day? Is it, do you know what I mean? Like how, mm-hmm. how do those things contribute? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that, I think what the Bible is calling us to, Kathy, at this time, this and this day and age that we're living in is just something so much more than just a prayer time that's limited to, say, our our time with the Lord, our special time, whether that be in the morning or the evening, or if you're a young mom out there listening, maybe you're maybe you're doing that in the carpool line, or you're doing it on, as you drive home from work, or you listen and you're listening to the radio. Maybe those are your prayer times. Um, but I think God is calling us to something more, and that is to. What First Thessalonians five seventeen says it says to pray continually, um, and and that's when we begin to shift from uh, a prayer life that has an on and off button, um, and when we move into this realm of praying continually with the Lord, knowing that uh, the Spirit of the Living God is living within each one of us, and I am so needy and dependent that not only can I talk to the Lord of the universe at any time, but it's that I absolutely need to. God wants to give us and wants us to realize our neediness before him, and he gives us access to him all the time. So I think if we could begin to think about our prayer lives as as like a living prayer journal, if you will, Mm -hmm. maybe the edges of our prayer journal are very blurred, and we've got that prayer journal with us all day long. And we're just talking to the Lord as we go about our day, talking about every struggle we, 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 we're we encountering or God puts someone on our mind. And we just take that as a sign that, okay, we need to just maybe lift that person up. And in a 15-second prayer, we might not even know what's going on with them. But that's, that's where I'm beginning to sense, and I don't know if you'd agree with that, that the Lord is just moving us forward in prayer. He's making us so desperate the world is continuing to get darker and darker, mm-hmm. and that's just a signal to me that I need to up my prayers um, and, and just walk with the Lord in a continual conversation with Him. That's good. Okay, I'll, I'll take that, Leslie. I, I really appreciate that. So what you're saying is, right, you know, and I think a lot of us do that, right? We, You know, you're in your car or wherever, and, and I'm just talking to God. I'm having a conversation with God. Uh, instead of, I'm going to set aside time in the morning, which, of course, is a good thing mm-hmm. or whatever, and yeah. I'm going to put this in quotes. I'm going to sort of put a frame around it. This is mm-hmm. my special prayer time, and the rest of the day I'm just kind of doing my thing. So you're saying just let it go. Just rip it out and just... Lord, this is me. This is, I'm, I'm talking to you. Here's what's on my heart. Here's what's on my mind. I'm thinking about that person. What about this trouble? This gets in mm-hmm. my way. Blah, blah, da, 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 da. And I get that 100%. I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. With Without fear or without edit or without judgment, it just rolls out of me. 
Mm-hmm. And I think we tend to forget uh, of what Jesus taught us in John fifteen seven. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. And how, how can that kind of bold claim be made in Scripture? Well, it's because when we abide with the Lord, our very thoughts and our desires and our longings are completely transformed from what we want to what He wants. And that's basically what prayer is. It's not getting what we want. It's getting what God wants. It's not us reaching up to heaven but it's God coming down to us. Leslie Bennett is with us. She works for Revive Our Hearts in the Women's Ministry Initiative sector. Uh, We're talking about prayer and the things that hinder us. Leslie, talk to us about healing prayer. Uh, John and I were with some friends yesterday, Mm. um, one of whom is experiencing some health issues, and um, Mm. I thought about them a lot last night. Mm -hmm. And uh, just... I. I don't, I'm not sure how to pray in that regard. So um, give us your insight on that. Mm, yeah, that's a really great question. And, you know, I believe that God can heal. Uh, he has the power to heal. Mm-hmm. He still does miracles today as he always has. And yet we don't have a promise. I have no promise in the word that when I'm suffering and I'm sick, um, that I can go to the Lord and ask, and He's going to heal me. He's not given us that promise, mm-hmm. that unconditional promise. He's promised that He will heal us spiritually, and that one day when we get to heaven with Him, you know, we won't have these ailing, broken, uh, suffering bodies anymore. And yet, I still believe that when we um, need the healing of the Lord, we should ask Him for it. But at the same time, just being willing to surrender ourselves to his plan. Uh, I don't want to, I don't know about you, but in my own life, I don't want to pray away the very things that the Lord wants to use to make me more like Christ. And we know so often um, that comes through suffering. Um, So we pray, we ask, um, we pray in faith, knowing that he can heal heal us. But at the same time, uh, just surrendering our lives to him and and saying, Lord, you know, you, you know what's best for me above anything else. Show me your glory. That is my prayer in my life. Show me your glory. Uh, that's what we need in every situation is a fresh vision of the glory of God. That's good. So I think about this, Leslie, and I'll go back to, you know, your prayer without ceasing. Sometimes mm-hmm. when I do pray, I feel as though I'm, I'm too much in the middle of it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. anyway, getting back to me, God. You know, uh, you know, which is, mm-hmm. and it, it becomes self-centered and I, and I don't want to yeah. be that way. I'm aware of that mm-hmm. self-centeredness, but I think for a, a lot of us, and I raise my hand, it, you know, it's a, it's a stumbling block to me. Can you, mm-hmm. can you speak to self-centeredness? Mm-hmm. Well, I can definitely relate to that first. Um, and, and I think we have to ask ourselves and the answer will be very telling that if God answered every prayer that I answered, that you Every prayer that I prayed, uh, every prayer that you prayed, John, that you prayed, Kathy, would our world look any different? Would our churches be changed? Would there be revival in our communities? Or would our families just be safe, healthy, and happy? Because that tends to be so much of what we pray about. And those things are important. We should be praying about those things. But if that's all that we're praying about, We've got a wimpy prayer life. There's so much more. Um, so we want God to be at the center of our prayers, like Jesus. 
um, you know, he prayed for God's glory more than anything else. Um, and um, I remember in John 12, um, he was saying he had the cross before him. And he was saying, now my soul is troubled. Mm-hmm. Um, and what shall I say? Father, um, save me from this hour. And then, he, but for this purpose, I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. And so that prayer, Father, glorify your name, John 12, 28, that's a prayer that is answered every single time. Um, and, and we can incorporate that into all of our praying. Father, glorify your name. That's good. That's real. I really appreciate that. Leslie, before you leave us, we, we've loved this conversation. And, of course, I, I said time was going to go by quickly, and, of course, it has. But, mm-hmm. but, but take a second about, uh, and talk about Revive Our Hearts. Mm, oh, I would love to. Well, Revive Our Hearts, of course, our director is Nancy DeMoss-Walgamuth, and we're a global ministry. Um, we have resources, uh, Bible studies, daily podcasts, books. Um, in English and Spanish and being translated in more and more languages, um, even as we speak. But my role of Revive Our Hearts is working with pastors' wives and women's ministry leaders. And we do that through online training events, through a quarterly newsletter for leaders. And um, we have a, a, a women's ministry Facebook group. And so my uh, my role specifically at Revival Hearts um, is just to pour into these women who are serving and lift up their arms, equip them, and encourage them in the in their callings that God has placed on their lives. And and just um, overall as a ministry, we're calling women to freedom, fullness, and fruitfulness. Wow. that. Well, thank you so much. I I think you've really helped me today. Yeah. So appreciate Very good, that. Leslie. That's great. Our pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Hindrances to a Powerful Prayer Life. Leslie Bennett has joined us from Revive Our Hearts. That's good stuff. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Paz Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Paz Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Paz reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paz. It's good medicine. He sent me to. Did you know there's physical evidence for the birth of Christ as told in the Bible? 
Your friends at CyberCoins.net can help you keep Christ and Christmas this year with gifts of authentic coins left behind by the wise men, King Herod, and a special prophetic coin that bore witness to the coming star of Bethlehem. Visit our store in Dormont or shop online at CyberCoins.net to see a museum-quality display of authentic coins that were eyewitness to the events of the Nativity. C-Y-B-E-R-C-O-I-N-S dot net. Hi, I'm Kyle, and my company is Blindster.com. I started Blindster in 2010 to provide custom blind shades and shutters at affordable prices. Our blinds are easy to install and shipping is free. Don't hire an expensive professional. Do it yourself and save big at Blindster.com. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. I thought it was a rash, but my doctor said it was a tick bite. Ticks can spread Lyme disease and other illnesses leading to chronic health issues. My brother was always having asthma flare-ups. A roach problem at home was causing it. Allergens left behind by roaches and rodents are a major driver of asthma attacks. When I had a fever and body aches, I never thought it was West Nile virus. Mosquitoes breed in standing water and can spread serious diseases. Get the facts at PestWorld.org. A public service message brought to you by the National Pest Management Association. We'll see on and off rain and drizzle tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 46. Mostly cloudy and milder tomorrow with a shower. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 56. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, low 41. Thursday, cloudy skies and a high of 49. Mostly cloudy Friday. It will be breezy with a bit of rain. We'll reach a high Friday of 51. Saturday, cloudy, a passing shower, high 47. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. So for the last 20 years, uh, the color, what, what do you call Pantone? What are they? Yeah. I thought they were a paint company. Yeah, I'm, all I think, I think of them in relation to the art world. So yes. I'm not sure if they're a manufacturer, if they're a commenter, if they're, I would call them influencers. A Pantone Color Institute is what they also have. Okay. So it, uh, every year they, they, uh, they choose a color, color of, of the, the year. year. Right. Mm-hmm. So 2021, they had uh, ultimate gray and sunny yellow. Which, yeah. Which I I like the sunny. I, I don't I don't really ultimate gray. That's like it's like today. It is. Mm-hmm. That's not my thing. 2022's color of the year was very peri, which is a periwinkle blue. Yeah, which was much brighter than you would think. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And so uh, just uh, the other day, the 2023 Pantone color of the year is Viva. Magenta. 18 slash 1750. Right. That's it's a it's, color on the color wheel? It's or t- a, no, mm-hmm. it's just a, it's its actual Pantone color. Okay. Viva Magenta revels in pure joy, encouraging experimentation and self-expression without restraint and electrifying and a boundaryless shade. Now, that's kind of funny they're saying boundaryless because we're going to talk about boundaries in our next segment. Mm-hmm, we are. Mm-hmm. I would say this. Hmm. To me, yeah, it's a gorgeous color. I loved it. When I first saw it, I thought, oh, my gosh, that's too much. But the more I look at it, the more it's kind of taking me in. I'm, I'm, I'm now quite taken by it. Mm-hmm. But what do you get? You're not going to paint a room. Would you paint a room? It's so, it's so much. It, it would be a lot. Yep. It would be a lot. Yep. But what about, I mean, if you upholstered a sofa in that, yeah, that'd be that nice. would be really beautiful. Some nice accent chair mm-hmm. in that. Or yeah. if you had neutral furnishings, you could make some wonderful accent pillars pillows it, out of a, a velvet or suede that color it looks like i, I would say a pomegranate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it does very deep red 
Viva Magenta. I love it. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. It reflects culture and lifestyle trends. Well, it, I, it also said, this was interesting, though, uh, later on in the article, mm-hmm. that because we spend so much time online, they were interested in going back to things that are actually connected to nature. And this color um, draws its inspiration from nature because it's inspired by the red of coca Cochineal, one of the most precious dyes belonging to the natural dye family. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's re- it's an ancient color. Yeah, like, look right? it up and check it out. Yeah. It is really what's it? Viva magenta. Yeah, Viva you could, magenta. You could pair it with that gray, and that would pick up the gray. Yeah. All right. Maybe um makes you want to paint something mm-hmm. or dye your hair. Viva magenta hair. <laughs> Coming up next, self control. None of us want it, but it'd probably be good if we had it. WORD. There are miracles surrounding the events leading up to Jesus' birth. This week we'll look at the interaction between Mary and the angel Gabriel, Mary's extraordinary visit with her cousin Elizabeth, and the awe-inspiring arrival of John the Baptist. Explore the truth behind the mystery on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5 WORD. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're a serious and qualified SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. The U.S. government needs your investment in oil and is allowing you to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a very active oil and gas operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Get this big tax deduction for 2022. Hurry before it's too late. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Hey, I'm Andy. I started Harry's because I was frustrated with buying razors at the drugstore. And when I say frustrated, I mean like so upset I called my friend Jeff. Hello, this is Jeff. Jeff, I'm at the store. And I don't get why these razors... Cost so much? Yeah. And do they need to look like robots? Ah, oh, dude, I know. And it's so frustrating how expensive they are. Getting ripped off sucks. We gotta do something about this. Why don't we make our own high-quality razors at much better prices? Actually, I heard about this German razor factory that makes some really high-quality blades. Really? Okay, maybe that's not exactly how it went. But we did buy that German factory, where we're turning high-quality steel into super-sharp blades for a smooth shave at a great price. Seriously, as low as $2 per cartridge. Over the past 10 years, 20 million people have tried Harry's. Join them and get your starter set now. That's a five-blade razor, weighted handle, and shave gel, all for just 3 bucks with free shipping, backed by our quality guarantee. If you don't like it, it's on us. Just go to harrys.com now and enter code MODERN at checkout. That's harrys.com, code MODERN. That hailstorm really did some damage to the house, honey. I know, and so close to Christmas. What are we going to do? Well, you know, our neighbor Eric said Bachman's Roofing helped him with his insurance claim and walked him through each step of the process. Maybe we should call them, too. Eric's wife did say Bachman's are local storm experts. Can we ask them about saving with solar roofing? I think that's a great idea. Call Bachman's Roofing and Solar at 412-744-8390 or go to pittsburgh.bachmansroofing.com. I attended a Catholic 
grade school, K through eight. And um, we were taught by nuns. And in the playground, there was a hard white line that went across the width of the playground. On one side were the girls. On the other side were the boys. And in the middle, on the line, was Sister Sebastian. And you did not cross that line. You did not. And that gave us order. I mean, there was occasionally one of the wild kids who would, you know, stick his foot over there. He might have lost it. Sister Sebastian went after him. But it provided us with a sense of semblance. I mean, the guys, we were on the monkey bars. The girls, I had no idea what they were doing over there. Right. But they were they were, they were doing lunchtime. Sure. Don't you like that? There's an order of – it always gave me – it always gave me like oh, – there's self-control okay, okay, there. Okay, that's interesting because – I think a lot of people would hear that story and say that that's ridiculous to keep boys and girls apart. And that could be an issue. This was the about. 1960s. Right, right. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go back a, right. a ways here. But it, you said it made you feel safe? It did. That's interesting. And not that I had to be, a, oh, I had five sisters. Not that I had to be afraid of the girls. I was terrified of them often. <laughs> but it did. It gave me a sense of order. Like uh, I knew my place. Girls had ki- uh, cooties. Is that what they called it? Well, probably until sixth grade. Maybe so. Back in the 50s, 60s. Yeah. yeah and then the cooties just disappeared Whatever in sixth that grade. Was. But there was an order to it. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I look back on the, the, that, that time fondly because of that order. Yeah. Because of the order. That, okay. Yeah. All right. Now, that's not self-control. That's imposed order. Exactly. <laughs> pastor Jay Kim is back with us. He's, he's the lead pastor at Westgate Church and is the author of Analog Christian, Cultivating Contentment, Resilience, and Wisdom in the Digital Age. Jay, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, Jay, what do you think about that story? The thing that was interesting to me is the order that John's talking about said that it, it caused him to feel safe as a kid. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I can actually relate. I remember uh, I didn't grow up in the 60s. I grew up a little bit later than that. But um, I I, uh, I remember very similar experiences in, in grade school and having clear boundaries and feeling a lot of safety, like you said, uh, within those boundaries. And that's not just unique to us. Actually, there have been a lot of studies uh, in recent years um, where they've taken children and sort of observed them playing on two different types of playgrounds, specifically, you know, playgrounds with very clear boundaries and then playgrounds that were completely open with no boundaries at all. And it feels counterintuitive, but what the research has shown is that kids um, play far more freely and with far more joy when there are boundaries, when they clearly understand, hey, I can play within these lines. Um, They play free within those lines. But when you give kids no boundaries at all that actually paralyzes them because they have no point of reference for like you said what what is safe and what is not and so they kind of stay in place so i can relate and i think it's it's almost a a sort of universal human reality so jay you wrote a piece that we picked up from the gospel coalition excellent that's uh, taken from your book to be free 
you need self-control. And I think about this. One of the analogies I have is my wife has a um, she has a business where she uh, she builds picture frames. And and I often think about the picture frame because you think of the beauty within the frame, you know, the, the, the art itself, and then the frame contains that. And oftentimes, you know, you see, you'll see pictures on a wall without a frame. And to me, it sort of looks borderless that, you know, mm. the imagery, the right. art is going to fall out of there in some ways. So, again, that same sort of thing. I need order and control the frame around things that – that self-control, I admit that I need that. And, of course, it, it's a biblical thing. I mean, Paul writes about this deeply. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, Paul talks about how um, self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. So what's important to realize there is he's not talking about um, self-control born of human uh, skill or desire. You know, I think when we lean on ourselves, the, the truth is we're, we're always going to fall short. But there's a sort of self-control, like you said, I love that, that imagery, you know, a way in which to sort of frame our lives within the spirit um, where life begins to make sense. I, I totally agree. I think pieces of art or uh, photographs or whatever it might be without a frame, yeah, there is a sense in which, man, I'm not sure how to look at this. I'm not sure where it sort of begins and ends and it doesn't tell um, a whole story, whereas uh, within a frame, you know, it feels like a, a specific piece with a specific intention. And I think life is very much that way, that, you know, when we allow God by His Spirit to cultivate self-control within us, to frame our lives, then our lives can tell a story that's that's worth telling. It's interesting, though, because someone listening to this station hears this conversation and thinks, well, what? That, so that's so out of step with our current American Western reality is that, you know, we need to have as many choices as possible. Uh, we need to make our own decisions about what we're going to do and when we're going to do it. Um, and infringing on someone else's right to do something is absolutely is ridiculous, but almost as ridiculous is putting a structure around yourself, right? I mean, it just seems right. like you need to break out. You need to relax. You know, you need to try different things. So how, I mean, is that, is that whole perspective of our current culture wrong? Um, is it just, you know, gone to hell in a handbasket or are, mm. are there parts of both things that we could take or leave? Mm. That's a great question. You know, rather than saying that it's blatantly wrong, I think what it is, is is misunderstood. So every person wants freedom. Everyone wants to live a free life. Nobody wants to live with constraints. The misunderstanding, though, is that um, eliminating all constraints is the way to freedom. But in fact, mm. uh, eliminating all constraints is the way to enslavement. It paralyzes you. To have no frame of reference, no point of reference for what a meaningful life actually is and is not, is to then live paralyzed to your own um, individualism and desire for self-gratification and pleasure and all of those sorts of things. There was a British psychologist in the 90s, Michael Isink, and he termed this, uh, he, he, he coined this phrase, the hedonic treadmill, you know, hedonic meaning mm. hedonism, the, the pursuit of pleasure. And he talked about how people in the modern Western world live on an 
on a hedonic treadmill, this sort of never-ending pursuit of pleasure. But the interesting thing about a treadmill is you're constantly chasing, but you never go anywhere. You never arrive. And I think a life without constraints, a life without self-control, without limits, is enslavement to the treadmill. Yes, you are chasing all you want, but you're not actually going anywhere. And, um, you know, constraints, or that's a negative way to think about it, but really self-control limits uh, create the boundary lines within which you can live truly free. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no such thing as a limitless life. You, you, Even if you don't think that, you know, self-control is important, if you don't want to, maybe you don't want to limit yourself or limit your options or whatever it might be. Well, the reality is you are limited. You're limited by your own body, your own ability, your access to resources. Your Every single human on the planet is limited in time. You know, everybody gets 24 hours in a day, 60 minutes in an hour, so on. And so we can live in denial of limits and try to break free of those limits all we want. But the reality is life is, by its nature, um, uh, you know, framed within limits. And so it's really not a choice whether or not you will live with limits. The choice is what sort of limits and who will define and dictate um, those limits. And and I think to allow God by his spirit to do that, to cultivate self-control in us, is, again, it's the path to living uh, truly free. That's good. Who will define those limits? We're talking with Pastor Jay Kim. Uh, He's got a piece at the Gospel Coalition, To Be Free, You Need Self-Control. Jay, um, I went to the movies uh, this past weekend with my wife, and for the first time in forever and ever and ever, uh, maybe halfway into the movie, I got up and walked out. And believe me, I'm far from Pollyannish. But it, it it worried me what I was w- saw on screen, and this wasn't a horror film, so to speak. It wasn't. I mean, it's a Ralph Fiennes movie called The Menu, and uh, and so when I see that, and then I well, look why at, did you walk out? Uh, it was just pure cruelty. The the film was just is cruel. People were cruel over the top to each other, and I I just I couldn't imbi- I couldn't watch it anymore. But but I see that. And then I look at my Netflix feed or my Hulu feed or whatever. I mean, it's just one segment of evil after another that's manufactured for us. And again, I'm not Pollyannish, but the culture calls us to that. It amplifies the evil in my own heart. And of course, I know that we are all evil people. Sometimes thoughts come into my mind and I go, wait, wait, where did that thought come from, John? So what about self-control in the midst of evil? Where's the damper on all that? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. I think this goes maybe even beyond self-control. But when, um, you know, you think about like your physical diet, you know, the the type of food you you eat. Um, And everybody's aware of this. You know, I, I love, for example, I love potato chips. But if I lived on a diet primarily made up of potato chips, there would be consequences in my physical body. You know, my consumption affects um, my formation. And for some reason, we believe that to only be true when it comes to our physical bodies. But in reality, the scriptures make abundantly clear and human experience makes abundantly clear. It is just as if not more true when it comes to uh, who we are becoming spiritually, emotionally, mentally and otherwise. And so what we consume 
um, you know, the entertainment or information or whatever that we consume has an effect on us one way or another. And so, you know, I'm borrowing from my friend Brett McCracken. He wrote a book called The Wisdom Pyramid Mm -hmm. a few years ago. And, you know, he talks about the wisdom diet, that it's not just about the food you you intake and consume, but it really is about the information and the entertainment and the data and all of that, the knowledge that you fill your heart and mind with. And so I think self-control, you know, works the same exact way when it comes to the spiritual life as it does with the physical life. You know, if I just ate the stuff that um, tasted good that I was tempted to eat all the time, then my body is going to feel those effects in, in adverse ways. And so it is with, with the life of the mind and, and our souls and our hearts. And, um, you know, I, I think walking out of a movie like that, I haven't seen the movie, but walking out of a movie like that is is actually in a strange way. It's it's a, a reminder that the Spirit of God is is in you and moving in you, that you have a particular appetite because you have cultivated a particular diet, you know, where <clears throat> it's interesting. I, uh, every time I, you know, have a season of my life where I'm exercising regularly, most people have experienced this, your actual appetite changes. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you crave junk food less and less because your body is acclimating to a life of health. And, and suddenly you're like, you know, what would be great right now is a salad. <laughs> Like, I haven't thought that in years. How strange. Who am I, you know? Right. Why would I want a salad? Uh, That's Jay Kim. Check out his latest book called Analog Christian, Cultivating Contentment, Resilience, and Wisdom in the Digital Age. Great to connect again, Jay. Thank Thank you. you. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much, you guys. Our pleasure. Take a quick break. Come back. Uh, The Kennedy Center honors are coming up. Uh, We're on Sunday, but then the TV show is coming up soon. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising health care costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your road map to retiring with confidence and it's yours free with one call don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement this little known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40 percent for your free copy of guarantee your retirement by josh melberg call now call 800-337-8051 that's 800-337-8051 800-337-8051 you've got advanced prostate cancer but you're not waiting around. You want straight talk to facts about a Govix. Or Govix Relagolix 120 milligram prescription tablets is a treatment for adults with advanced prostate cancer. Fact. Orgovix is a different kind of androgen deprivation therapy treatment, a pill, not an injection. Orgovix may cause serious side effects, including a heart condition called QT prolongation. Tell your doctor right away if you feel dizzy, faint, have a racing or pounding heart or chest pain. Orgovix can cause harm to an unborn baby or miscarriage. Use birth control during treatment and for two weeks after Orgovix treatment. The most common side effects include hot flushes, increased blood sugar and blood fat levels, muscle and joint pain, decreased blood hemoglobin levels, increased liver enzymes, tiredness, constipation, and diarrhea. Other side effects include weight gain, decreased sex drive, and erectile function problems. Orgovix may cause infertility. Talk to your doctor if infertility is a concern for you. Go with Orgovix. 
Ask your doctor. For more facts, visit GoWithTheFacts.com. I'm thankful for the time I get to spend with my family during Christmas. Christmas is a time for gratitude at Eden Christian Academy. I'm thankful for the opportunity that I get to spend time with those I love. My favorite thing about the holiday season is seeing the look on my family's face when I give them a really good gift. During the Christmas season, I'm thankful that I can see all of my family members in one place. I'm thankful for the friends and relationships that I've made here at Eden. Merry Christmas from your friends at Eden Christian Academy. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. A 200-year-old church in Stallstown uh, suffered extensive damage on Sunday night after a fire late in the evening. Trinity United Methodist Church, uh, the pastor there is Christine Doran. Uh, she's uh, interviewed in today's Trib, uh, Tribune Review, and she says that we can rebuild, but we can't always rebuild a life or, a he- or health. The good news is that no one was injured, but uh, the interior of the church took the brunt of the damage. Mm. Uh, the damage from the fire is visible from the outside as numerous windows are broken, smoke-stained part of the buildings on Route 17, but uh, most of the damage was inside the sanctuary. And it looks as though the, the church will be closed for some amount of time. The good news is that the church itself is is part of a, a group of churches in the Stallstown area where they meet. And so it will look like the congregants, especially for the Christmas season and the part of 2023, will move to sister locations okay. and continue to worship there until the I'm sure the insurance is all straightened out and hopefully the insurance covers all that. But uh, prayers for Trinity United Methodist Church uh, and their congregation in Stallstown. Yeah. Cleaning That's, up after a fire, well, it's cleaning up after a flood. I mean, they're just... There's so many concerns. <laughs> so I'm grateful that they have a place to go. Yeah, they do, and that no one was injured. Yeah, but yeah. man, it, isn't it, when, have you ever, when we were growing up in our neighborhood, our, our neighbor three doors down, their house burned to the ground. I mean, it it's, shocks you, mm-hmm. the power of fire. It's just the total devastation yeah, and what it does yeah. to people's lives upside down. It's one of my greatest fears. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like paranoid about it. You know, oh, I didn't know that. I always walk around and make sure. Oh yeah, everything's off. You know, my wife will sometimes say, "Why don't we'll just put that? We'll leave it there for you know. How about we go to bed and we'll just put, let that on, on a slow?" I'm like, "No, we gotta shut that off." Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not doing that. Honey. It scares me. You know, she, you know, she means well because yeah. you know, we'll let that cook throughout the night. You know, like what, what we were cooking turkey bones the other day. Oh, to make soup. <laughs> yeah, 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 a big, big pot. Right. You know, it sat there for hour after hour after hour. Right. But it always scares me. Speaking of, um, I made uh, turkey stock from the yeah. Thanksgiving turkey, mm-hmm. as your wife did. And um, I found this really amazing 
Because the problem is when you make stock like that, you have to freeze it mm-hmm. because that's you, you want to pull it out when you're making other soup or other things that right. you want to use the stock. The and it's always so awkward to come up with a thing to put it in mm-hmm. because you put it in a Ziploc bag and then it's a weird shape. Yep. It doesn't stack in there. It's really awkward. You try to put it in. Anyway, I've tried all sorts of different things. I got this new little uh, product just uh, last week, which is like an it's kind of like an ice cube tray, oh. only instead of there being little little partitions for cubes yeah there's little one cup partitions oh that's cool which is always what you know you need a cup of stock or two cups of stock or whatever and so you freeze the stock in there and then you just pop them out like ice cubes and then put them in a ziploc and then they stack so nicely on top of each other in the freezer isn't that a great idea that's a great idea i wish i would have thought of that it's very nice small business somebody's got going yeah good i mean i can't get that as a christmas present (laughs) you could (laughs) well she would go uh, you know she was. She said, "I don't need that." Uh, probably. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Interesting. What, what's it called? A uh, super cube. Super cube. S O U P E R. Yeah, because you know, it? super. When it came out, oh yeah, sure. When it came out, it was you know, I was like, that's a lot of work for that stock. I mean, it was. Oh, a it's lot. a lot of work. It's a lot of work. That's why if you've cooked it, you treat that stuff yeah. like it's gold. Yeah. And that's what she's, she basically is going. But it adds, and it tastes so good. It adds so much. Of course, what do I know? I'm just glad right, I married just, her. Just eat it. She does what she does. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. Slash Eric. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A runoff Senate election underway in Georgia. Correspondent Rita Fuller reports on the turnout at one polling place. As the polls opened this morning, it was cold and rainy in the Atlanta area. At an elementary school in suburban Johns Creek, voters lined up before the polls opened to cast their ballots, braving a 40-degree wind chill and steady rain. The line moved pretty quickly. The election pitting incumbent Democrat Raphael Warnock against Republican Herschel Walker. A federal judge in Portland, Oregon, will allow a new voter pass ban on high-capacity gun magazines go in effect on Thursday. Measure 114, which narrowly passed in the midterms, requires a permit, criminal background check, fingerprinting, and hands-on training course. That's for new firearms buyers and bans high-capacity gun magazines. This is SRN News. I remember getting dumped in fourth grade. On Tuesday, I was heartbroken. By Thursday, I had met a much nicer friend. In high school, I remember mom not letting me go on a dude's trip over Christmas. I was crushed till they all got food poisoning on day one and spent the whole trip not Christmasing. It's Ryan. And the weird point I'm trying to make is sometimes a positive can come from a negative. Currently, mortgage interest rates are up a bit, but one good thing is coming from it. Home prices are a little less crazy and not flying off the market quite as fast. We're seeing a lot of listeners who are taking advantage and finally buying the home they've wanted. Yes, rates may be higher at first, but their strategy is to find a dream home today while they can and refinance tomorrow when things finally settle. They've already dropped in ounces of late. If that's you, we've got a direct lender advantage that can often save you money and a $1,000 lender credit at closing. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp. Melbourne, New York. And a lesson 1330. That's Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen the images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute 
malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Just $30 a month can help save children for less than a dollar a day, whether it's providing emergency nutrition or protecting children fleeing from the war in Ukraine or a child in need in any of the other 120 countries around the world where Save the Children works, your $30 a month can change everything for a child who's suffering. Call 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at savechildrentoday.org. The Original Mattress Factory wants to help elevate your sleep experience this holiday season. We'll be giving away a queen-size adjustable bed set in our Comfort and Joy raffle. When paired with our hand-built mattresses, our premium adjustable beds make everyday activities like reading and watching TV in bed more comfortable. Visit any OMF location by December 18th to enter and for all official rules. No purchase is necessary to win. The Original Mattress Factory, bringing you tidings of comfort and joy this holiday season. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. We'll see on and off rain and drizzle tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 46. Mostly cloudy and milder tomorrow with a shower. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 56. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, low 41. Thursday, cloudy skies and a high of 49. Mostly cloudy Friday. It will be breezy with a bit of rain. We'll reach a high Friday of 51. Saturday, cloudy, a passing shower, high 47. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, greetings. Thanks for coming along today. Uh, The Kennedy Center honors were presented Sunday, and uh, we'll uh, be able to see the the televised version of it uh, sometime in January. I can't wait. I always like to watch that broadcast. But this year? I'm I'm especially... Especially excited. Mm, this is a big year. Um, Amy Grant, Gladys Knight, you two. It's like, it's too much for me. Uh, also, George Clooney. Uh, who else? There's I mean, one other person. Uh, I can't remember who the last person is. Well, it was a night. Uh, I mean, that's such a home run for me, those people. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my God. I just saw Gladys, you know, maybe, what, six months ago right here in Pittsburgh. At the, <laughs> at the casino. At the casino. <laughs> joker, joker, joker. <laughs> But you didn't, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't gambling, but I, no. I did enjoy Gladys. But you got to go see Gladys. I mean, that's fabulous. Anyway, um, in reading about it, um, the news reports essentially are covering what a deeply spiritual night the evening was. Well, you've got a bit, you've got Bono and you two there, and you've got Amy Grant. It's And Gladys and Knight. And Gladys Knight, who was preaching to us here yeah. in Pittsburgh. yeah. Uh, Gladys Knight was asked on the red carpet uh, about her, church, her, uh, her rise from the children's choir to singing with the Pips and then later with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Um, she said, girl, 
we were kicking it. <laughs> we put those little friends of ours together, and that's how we ended up with the Sunbeam Choir. She said they got the minister's permission to sing particular songs, but they also found time to explore the sanctuary and the sounds in the sanctuary in other ways. So she said, so here we are. I mean, it was so much fun. But we had those bad little kids, too. We were playing around in the pulpit and down in the baptismal pool, and that was all. But you got to remember, we were six, seven, eight, nine years old. Mischief what it was, but God was with us. Mm. And then, of course, Amy Grant, famously the first contemporary Christian artist to be feted at the Kennedy Center. And I can't wait to see it because she brought her she brought her kids up on stage and drew the line between several of her songs and her children. Oh, that's awesome! And of course, Bono got up. And well, I'm, I'm sure Amy Grant's husband was there too. Amy Grant, of course, right. Vince Gill. Yeah. Um, and of course, Bono got up. So it looked to be like a fabulous night. Yeah. And you know, oftentimes in network television, they'll soft sell faith. But I can't imagine they're going to try to edit faith out of this event at all when it comes to the TV. I sure hope not. No, I can't imagine they will. How could they? Right? So, you two, my favorite, probably my favorite band of all time. How about Carl Truman yesterday? Yeah, I know. He, did, on he, does, not, he does not like Bono. No. I mean, I still love Carl. He, oh, I love Carl. He and, he and I can agree to disagree yeah. on that. Um, but I'm super excited to see that. I love Amy. Mm-hmm. I talked to Amy on the show here when you were on vacation over yeah. in the fall. Okay. And she w- she's truly a lovely person. Yeah. She just is. Whatever, kind of what you think she is is what she really is. Mm-hmm. She's just, she's a, she's a very authentic human being. Nice. Really appreciate her. I remember years ago, we were at Orchard Hill. This is like, I bet you it's 15 years ago. Kenny Woods and I were out at Orchard Hill. And at the time, uh, they had this, you know, they had sort of like a roving video person Mm -hmm. who would go around and like talk to people in the crowd. I remember being, you know, sort of in the close vicinity of Amy uh, backstage somewhere. And the video person, like (laughs) innocently, but literally right in her face, she could not have been more gracious. Yeah, uh, you know, you think a lot of people would go get that yeah, camera right, out of my face, right. but she was just beautifully serene yep. and legit. And you know what you love is when people are at a very high level that they don't take themselves so deeply serious, where they're, you know, they mm-hmm. they play the diva card. Oh yeah, right, yeah. It's not there. No, it, it really isn't there. She told a story, uh, John, about how she was uh, a chaperone on one of her kids' trips, school trips. Mm. And so she was there with a bunch of moms, you know, who usually go on these trips. There are some dads, but usually, sure. at least in my Majority experience, it's, moms. it's been moms. And um, these people, they were, you know, in a hotel lobby, you know, waiting for the bus so that they can get all the kids on the bus. Anyway, a bunch of people were coming up to Amy and saying things. And uh, this mom who was traveling with her said, oh, my gosh, don't you hate that? Like, isn't it the worst? Like, you're trying to have your own time and nobody will leave you alone. And Amy said, you know, I don't look at it that way. Mm. I just try to be open as possible because that allows me to hear from people. Mm. And then she told this wonderful story about somebody whose story was told to her. Like this woman came up and said, you know what? This is what was happening in my personal life. And this particular song that you recorded was so meaningful to me. And I just want to thank you for it. And she said, you know, if you're so precious that you can't be Closed off. bothered, quote unquote, by the people who've made you rich and famous, then you're missing out on what it is to be an artist. Yeah. You know, you don't get to hear those stories. That's the stew. 
Yeah. It's a tricky broth. It is. <laughs> so to speak. In a way, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I really look forward to seeing the Me too. So sometime in January. I, I don't know if the dates have been released yet, but uh, it looks like a very cool night. Yeah. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to be talking to the Reverend Terry Tim about what it means to have peace on earth. Also, um, goblin mode. It's a term I had not heard of until no. about an hour ago. We're going to talk about that. And also, there's a music app that balances your emotions by turning your playlist into a therapist. 101.5 WORD. Dr. Michael Youssef. Anyone from any ethnic group, from any nation, from any language can come to him. Anyone who would come to him and receive him as the only Savior, as the only Lord of their lives, they've been given the authority to be called the children of God. Passionately proclaiming uncompromising truth on leading the way. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. MyPillow's excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. Hey, it's John Hall. Last Christmas you made My Slippers the number one selling MyPillow product, and now they've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. What makes my slippers different is the exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My slippers' patented layers make them ultra-comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve the stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere, and save $90 off with promo code WORD. That's only $49.98 a pair. You'll absolutely love my slippers, and now they're also extending their 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2023, making them the best Christmas gift ever. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954 now. Again, use promo code WORD to save $90 on the original My Slippers. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long, so please order now. When Carrie learned of her husband's affair, she felt betrayed by God. She lost hope until she heard a Focus on the Family podcast. It was just kind of like God was sitting there with me bringing this podcast to me and saying, listen, other people have gone before you and it'll be okay. You can trust me. I'm Jim Daly. Help us rescue broken marriages and give families hope. Donate at focusonthefamily.com slash family and your gift will be doubled. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold, the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. Now we've won the Best of Trust Link Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. That hailstorm really did some damage to the house, honey. I know, and so close to Christmas. What are we going to do? Well, you know, our neighbor Eric said Bachman's Roofing helped him with his insurance claim and walked him through each step of the process. Maybe we should call them, too. Eric's wife did say Bachman's are local storm experts. Can we ask them about saving with solar roofing? I think that's a great idea. Call Bachman's Roofing and Solar at 412-744-8390 or go to pittsburgh.bachmansroofing.com. Peace on Earth. Good Sounds easy. Me. Oh, yeah. How are things? Peace uh, on Earth. Uh, they seem a little rough, John. Yeah, it's a little rough. Around the edges. Terry Tim is with us. Terry's the pastor of Christ Community Church of the South Hills. Hey, Terry. Welcome back. How are you doing? Good to see you, John. Hi, Kath. 
Good to see you, too. Okay, listen, you're joining us via Zoom. Yep. Well, we are broadcasting live on YouTube, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. And we see in your luxurious bookcase. Uh-huh. The new Bono book, uh-huh. which, which we just had a conversation about on yesterday's show where our guest trashed it. Trashed it. Uh, didn't like it at all. So, well, actually hasn't even read it. Just doesn't like Bono, right. basically. Uh, have you read oh, it yet? And, Featured prominently on your bookcase. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just, I heard you guys talking about the Kennedy Center. And, yeah. and so I actually pulled out my little Bono figurine. Oh, right I didn't even see so, that. Sure. Yeah. You got it yeah, going on. That, that's new. Actually, uh, I've been listening to the Bono's book on audiobook. Yeah. And it's pretty fabulous to be, I'm not an audiobook guy at all. But listening to him tell the story of his life, and it's a really cool audio book. Yeah. It has lots of sound effects and really? music built into it. It's, I have to say, I mean, one of the critiques of Bono is that he maybe has a little bit of narcissism. Or megalomania. It's 21 hours of Bono talking about Bono. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little much. That's a lot. That's a lot of Bono. (laughs) 21 hours. Holy smokes. But, you know, you were talking about the Kennedy Center, and I, I, you know, I saw the picture, and I mean, you know, the four guys from U2 are standing there, then you got Amy Grant. I'm like, I I would have loved to heard the conversation between U2, Amy Grant, and George Clooney. Like, can you imagine what that was like? That's super cool, isn't it? Fabulous. I know. Listen, it it could be, and put Gladys in there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, the four of them yeah. all do an album together. Would oh, that, be that cool? would be oh. epic. <laughs> yeah. I saw a picture on Twitter yesterday of uh, Amy Grant and uh, Bono at Charlie Peacock's ranch mm. 20 years ago when wow, they were working wow. on a project together, and then the picture of them from the Kennedy Center on Sunday. That's cool. It was really neat. Time flies. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, we're talk- yeah, talking about peace on earth. Uh, a song that most people don't know about oh, from U2's Catwalk I love is that song. called Peace on Earth. Yep. And it's a powerful it Christmas song that won't be sung in probably any churches, <laughs> that, that, at least that I know of. But I love the song because it's earthy, mm-hmm. it's real, and it, it describes the tension between the promise that we have in Christ and yet the longing and the waiting that we, this period of waiting until Christ comes again and reestablish the kingdom in its fullness. It's like, you know, how many Christmas cards or Christmas carols have we heard or read with these, you know, words from the prophet Isaiah, and he will be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. And so peace is at the heart of this Christmas season and the Christmas message. And yet, as you said in the intro here, like, hmm, how are we doing with that? Like, where is the peace? All we need to do is, you know, scan the news headlines for 30 seconds and conflict, 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 war, tension, oppression, injustice, inequity. Where is the peace that was promised would come with Jesus. And so I encourage listeners to, to listen to U2's Peace on Earth because it it really cries out for, we're longing for this peace, and yet we get glimpses of it here and there, but yet we're waiting for the, the consummation of it, the fullness of it, which, which 
followers of Jesus believe will come when right. Jesus establishes the kingdom in its fullness. But you know, Terry, it's, there's no surprise that there's no peace on earth because there's no peace in my heart. I don't know about your heart, right? We're all walking around restless and unsettled and oftentimes, you know, angry and accusatory. It's so you just amplify that by 8 billion people of us walking on the earth. No wonder that's the way we are. Well, John, I, I'm not trying to be ironic, or, but like you're right. Peace starts with each of us. Do I have peace? Do you have peace? Kath, do you have peace? Do our listeners have peace? And that that ultimately only comes through our relationship with God through Jesus Christ. He is our peace. Therefore, having been justified by faith, Paul says in Romans 5, we have peace with God through Jesus Christ. And I think one of the problems that we face in our culture is this sentimental, humanistic perspective of peace. People in our culture think they can create peace, that that left to our own devices, we can somehow ratchet up some kind of better behavior toward one another for these 30 days of, you know, during the month of Christmas, we can be kinder and gentler and more uh, generous toward one another. We can drop coins in the Salvation Army, you know, kettle or whatever, pick an angel tree ornament and we're contributing. Those are, those are not bad things, but those are human efforts at peacemaking. And ultimately, if we don't have peace internally with God through Christ, we can't serve as agents of peace in our world. And, and part of, I think, the problem is that most of us, we, we don't have a, a rich enough understanding of what the peace of God really is. There's one Hebrew word that probably all Christians know. One word from the Old Testament, it's the word shalom. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, it, the word shalom has just become a part of our American vocabulary, right? It's part of our English language. Shalom gets much more at the heart of the kind of peace that God's talking about in the scriptures, the kind of peace that God promises, the kind of peace that Christ has brought and will bring when the kingdom comes in its fullness. And, and this peace is this, this getting back to the way things ought to be in the, in the original story, in the early chapters, when God and humanity lived with shalom, peace, when Adam and Eve lived, they were naked and unashamed. There was peace and shalom between them. The whole creation lived in a, a sense of shalom and peace. There was no fear. There was no anxiety. There was no worry that the creation burst, burst forth with goodness. And, and then sin began to unravel all of that. And through our own actions, the actions of others compounded over the years, there are what I like to call anti-shalom forces at play in the world. There are things that war against the shalom of God. And yet the good news of the season is that Christ comes as the Prince of Peace, the one who inaugurates Christ, God's kingdom and says, there is a different way. There's a different way to live. And so long answer to your comment, John, like it has to begin with the peace that we can experience, the inner peace that then motivates us to live a different life and join with God in, in being agents of, of true shalom in our world. Right. And that shalom 
can take place in spite of temporal difficulty, challenge, sickness, uh, war, you name it. I think that's the thing that's hard to grasp is that God's peace can can occur in spite of everything around us. That's the key, in spite of. It doesn't mean hard things are going to instantly go away. It doesn't mean that we, we whitewash over things and we pretend that it's all good. Peace, the peace of God, can come to our lives individually in the midst of crisis, hardship, and trial. And if, if we can experience that kind of peace and live into it, then, then that will, can move us into the world because all the world's problems are not going to disappear. Mm-hmm. There is conflict. There is war. There is oppression. There is inequity. But if we know the presence of the Prince of Peace, if we know that the Prince of Peace is walking with us, how do we go into the world and, again, partner with God to be agents of peace? And, and we've got to wrap our heads around uh, joining with God in the worst work of peacemaking. And I, I want to just clarify, there's a difference between peacekeeping and peacemaking. Mm. Right. Jesus said in, in the Beatitudes, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be the children of God. And one of the things that, that I think happens in our culture, again, particularly in the Christmas season, people get caught up in keeping peace, keeping mm-hmm. peace, which means you're at the dinner table with a family member and you know there's a controversial topic and you choose not to bring it up because you want to keep the peace. There could be wisdom in that. But actually, if you look at Jesus in the Gospels, Jesus isn't afraid of conflict. Mm -hmm. Jesus is not afraid of confrontation. To have the hard conversation. Jesus is willing over and over and again to stir the pot so that true peace could actually occur. Whether he has to Mm -hmm. confront, confront a demon, the political powers, the religious powers of his day. Jesus was willing to go head first into those places. I mean, one of the texts that we read last Sunday was Jesus overturning the tables in the temple. Mm-hmm. Like that that's that's an interesting advent text, right? We're talking about the Prince of Peace and Jesus kind of goes off in the temple. Why? Because there was economic oppression going on. There were anti-shalom forces at play, and Jesus said, enough of that. Jesus stood up for the people on the margins, the poor, the oppressed, and said, we've got to change this thing up. So that requires courage. It requires a willingness to step into those broken places of our world and, and potentially stir the pot a little bit to actually be peacemakers. As you were talking, Terry, I was thinking about Jesus at the well with the woman and talk about like not shrinking back from a difficult conversation. You know, she says, you know, I don't have a husband. And he says, no kidding. You know, you you've had five husbands, you know, like he just and if that was me, I would just I'm the ultimate peacekeeper. Right. Right. But he stepped into it. Now, of course, he's divine. And knows her completely and her story completely and is also divinely kind. And But he called her out. And look at the actual shalom that happens at the end of the story. It's not just in her life. It's in the life of her whole neighborhood. 
that's a beautiful example, Kathy. And the, the ripple effects, right? When one person experiences peace with God through the work of Jesus and Jesus confronted her, called her, Jesus not only called her out, but Jesus called her in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, as you said, she impacts the community. And that's the beauty. If we have peace with God through Christ, then we can go out into the world. But again, it, it requires um, a willingness to, to do away with you know, sentimental humanism, trying to manufacture peace on our own terms and following the, the mandates, the commands, the principles of God in the world to be peacemakers yeah. through Jesus Christ. But Terry, you know, there's something... I mean, I agree with what you're saying here. I I get it. But then I think about, you know, my own stuff or, you know, like in a a more lighter tone, when you think about George Costanza's dad and he shouts out serenity now, you know, he's people get you. I, everyone gets really angry and you don't want to be angry. And, you know, as a believer, you know about the peace of Jesus but in the midst of the, your anger and all that, it's hard to slow down and cover yourself with the reality and the truth of the peace of Christ in our lives. Because our body somehow absorbed, you know, that, and it becomes something else. Well, I, I think a lot of us misunderstand anger. Anger is a legit human emotion. It's, it's what we do with that anger. Right? It's how we channel that, how we direct it. Paul says, be angry and yet do not sin. Yeah. I, I do think there's a there's a there are things that we should be angry about in the world. hundred percent. The brokenness, the oppression, the injustice. Like and, and I, I think, you know, quite frankly, I, sometimes I'm just immune to that. I just, you know, I look at peace as my own personal comfort level. And if I have that, Paul's good with the world. And yet I can drive in my car a couple blocks from my house or whatever, and it's, oh my gosh, there there are things going on right in front of me that do not make for peace. I should be angry. Right. Again, mean, not to yell at someone, not to be violent about something, but, but to participate with God, to change things, to make things the way they ought to be as much as we can yeah. in the here and now, again, while we wait for the coming of Christ to make all things you know, it's funny you bring this up because you and I were going to meet for lunch a few weeks back. I was on my way to meet you when literally, without any exaggeration, 15 police cars went flying by and the cars were stopped. Traffic was stopped. A, a murder had been committed. And so you and I had to cancel our lunchtime. And, and I, I think about that often, you know, you go about your life, events happen. Whenever those police cars went flying by me, of course it happens every day, you kind of, you know, you felt, I felt the, the sort of the ripples of what had happened. Someone had been murdered 200 yards from where the cars were stopped, and that sort of came back to me. I'm sure you thought about that murder throughout the day as well, Terry, that, you know, there was. There was unfettered anger. Something happened, and it impacted so many people. It continues to do so. Yeah, and that's, I mean, the the enemy, the evil one, Satan, the devil, however you want to categorize that, that force, he is a destroyer. 
And we, we have those moments, like again, when we hear the sirens, what's gone wrong? What's gone wrong in our world? It's scary. And every time we hear a siren, like how do we pray? But we need to do more than pray. We need to act in ways that somehow bring to the world a foretaste of the peace of God through Christ. We're, we're not going to be able to push all the forces back. But if together, if each one of us put our shoulder in the work, partnering with God, we, we, we can make a difference. And we can actually be the agents of shalom that, that God calls us to be. We need to take a, a quick break. Terry, can you stick around with us for a little bit? Sure, be glad to. Fabulous. Terry Tim's with us. We're talking about peace this season, throughout all this season. Stay with us. Terry Tim, Christ Community Church of the South Hills. This holiday season, why not give the gift of a good night's sleep? This is Greg Trzynski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, our factory direct business model allows us to provide a better quality product at a better price than mainstream mattress retailers. We hand build our products in our own local factories and sell them directly to you in our own stores. Not only does this save you money, it also means we can offer local delivery or arrange in-store pickup on most items by the holidays. Visit an OMF location today for a better night's sleep this Christmas. When you need your dollar to go further, you need the Original Mattress Factory. We hand-build our mattresses and box springs in our factories and sell them factory direct in our own stores. We cut out the middleman and pass the savings on to you. You get a better quality mattress at a better price compared to mainstream brands. When your wallet is feeling the squeeze everywhere from the gas pump to the grocery store, real value is more important than ever. Visit an original mattress factory location today to see our factory direct difference for yourself. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. And it's true. The typical family switching to MediShare saves 500 bucks or more a month, which is obviously huge for a lot of people. But what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. There are 400,000 members. They've shared over $4 billion in medical bills, and it really is a great community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. And here's the thing. If you join MediShare Complete right now, they'll waive your new member fees, and you'll save an additional 10% off all of 2023. That's right. No fee to join, 10% off every month of next year, but it's a very limited time offer. You have to sign up before December 31st. Great savings, great health care. Find out more. Call now, 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Revival Today Church presents Celebrate the King, a free Christmas event for you and your family. With musical guests Uche Agu, Ron Canoli, Karen Sheard, and Jekyllin Carr, featuring the Revival Today Mass Choir. Along with a word from Pastor Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Saturday, December 17th at the Montour Junction Sports Complex. Doors open at 6. Sign up today at rtcregister.com. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. I love living in a rural community where neighbors help neighbors, even if we don't always agree on sports teams, politics, or the COVID-19 vaccines. We all have our opinions. Getting vaccinated is your choice, and no one can make your mind up for you. Talk to your health care provider about your questions to help make a decision that's right for you. GetVaccineAnswers.org has the latest information to help you decide. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. 
We'll see on and off rain and drizzle tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 46. Mostly cloudy and milder tomorrow with a shower. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 56. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, low 41. Thursday, cloudy skies and a high of 49. Mostly cloudy Friday. It will be breezy with a bit of rain. We'll reach a high Friday of 51. Saturday, cloudy, a passing shower, high 47. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Visiting with Reverend Terry Tim, Christ Community Church of the South Hills. And if you'd like to watch the program, you can do so on YouTube at the Word Pittsburgh. We got Terry on Zoom. Very nice. Hey, Terry, uh, just a few minutes remaining. Uh, as you've joined us over the years, you've often talked about your daughter, Abby, and uh, t- to say the least, her, her health challenges. Um, can you give us an update about how, how things are and, and, and where you are, where she is? I appreciate that invitation, John. And it, it just kind of hit me when you said that over the years. Yeah. You're like, oh, my gosh. It has been over the years. It has been. Uh, it's a long journey. It's been a long journey. Uh, our daughter, Abby, our youngest daughter, Abby, was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma in July of 2020. Uh, and so in, in the midst of you know the beginning stages of the pandemic, she was diagnosed with Hodgkin's and went through a course of chemo treatment, uh, went into remission for a few months, and then had a reoccurrence of the disease. And in May, had a stem cell transplant, was hospitalized for a month at, at Hillman um, here in Pittsburgh, and has gone through a, a really brutal recovery. But the, the great news is that she is in remission now. No, oh, that's and so wonderful, Terry. Uh, she she had scans uh, about a month ago in November, early November, and uh, they looked really good. The doctor was super encouraged, and that brought a tremendous a sense of gratitude and thanksgiving. Mm. But I but but also the the reality, and I say this just to share that the tension of the, the the peace, the lack there of the the anxiety, the realness of the world. She will have scans every three months for the next two to three years. Oh my gosh! And so we 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 live in that tension space, right? It's like right. great news. The scans look wonderful, clean, no sign of disease. But what will the scan on February first say? And I, I'm a future oriented guy, and but I have zero control over that. So this is part of an exercise of being grateful to God for what is today trusting God for what will be tomorrow and in, in the midst of it, just do the next right thing. Fabulous. Uh, but it's, it's been, it's been quite a journey. So the T cells, right. You hear this a lot now, right. That people are getting this new treatment that, you know, is revolutionizing cancer care. Well, and, and I, I'm a fairly smart guy, I think, but, but trying to understand, you know, these stem cell transplants right. and, Whoever, whoever had the ingenuity, the creativity, the people that developed these protocols, it, it, it blows my mind yeah. of how they figured this out. But, uh, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, one of the gifts of, you know, living in Pittsburgh is we have these wonderful physicians, wonderful researchers, wonderful facilities who men and women who serve as instruments of healing in people's lives. And it, what, what a gift it is. And, and people come to our city from you know, all over the world, uh, literally to receive care. And uh, for this, for us to call this our hometown and to, and to have access to 
facilities like we do. It's, sure. it's such a process. It's but it is, my, it is mind-blowing, John. Yeah. 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 Years and years. Uh, blood chemistry is so incredibly complex. Uh, and my dad uh, had a blood cancer, two different blood cancers as well, Terry, and he was a patient at Allegheny General. I know that Abby's been at Hillman. And um, so I just want to give you an opportunity to shout out the caregivers that she's had there from the orderlies to the nurses, to the physicians, to the PTs and every the phlebotomists and everybody give, you know, pretty amazing. Talk about yeah. it. And they, they work diligently and and medical staff i mean they they are overworked right now there's a shortage of people and people are doing double shifts and covering i mean they just work so hard to care for people and and abby abby received top-notch care all the way around from people who mopped her floor to brought her trays of food to people who did surgical procedures and and blood transfusions and everything in between uh it, it's amazing when you see uh a community of care surrounding uh, your your child. It's a remarkable thing. Fabulous. And and to know our family that that the people of God were surrounding us in mm-hmm. prayer and with words of encouragement all through this this journey. It it, it makes it doable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I'm sure it's deeply fearful of of what may be, but to know that you're surrounded by the community, it means the world. It really does. That's good. Yeah. We're, we're, we're designed for it. Yep. Yeah. Well, Great Tara, to talk to you, Terry. Thanks for being with us. I mean, we're not going to see you. Uh, so Merry Christmas to you and your entire family for uh, the people at Christ Community Church that you, you steward every Sunday and uh, family near and far. We, we always appreciate the work that you do with us. And uh, God bless you. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, John and Kathy. And John, we got to get that lunch back on our okay. schedule, right? <laughs> yeah, good. I'll get it. Yeah. I'll text you. Terry Tim, Christ Community Church of the South Hills. We'll take a quick break. Uh, we come back. Does this make sense? It's next. 101.5 WORD. Coming up this week from Chuck Swindoll. The flock is to be shepherded. It is not to be driven. You don't drive sheep. You drive cattle. To get a racehorse to do his best, you strike him with a switch. But you don't strike a sheep. You shepherd sheep. Discover refreshing lessons like this one and more right here on Insight for Living. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Hi, this is Marcia from the Spring House, and we really do wish you a Merry Christmas. And to keep your Christmas season merry, I suggest you give the Spring House a call to take care of all your homemade goodies. We do beautiful Christmas cookie trays featuring family recipe orange drop cookies, Lady Locks, Cherry Cheesecake Cups, Pecan Tassies, and lots more. Our fresh fruit trays and smoked salmon trays kick off a celebration beautifully. Our Heath Bar Cheesecake or Filled Chocolate Log finish it off nicely. And for the in-between, how about our own hickory smoked hams or fresh turkeys or capons? Mmm, good old-fashioned eating. Are you hungry yet? Give us a call, 724-228-3339 at the Spring House in 84 PA. Or check us out on the web at www.springhousemarket.com. And then give us a call and place your order today. Merry Christmas from all of us to all of you.
I love seeing a transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock, voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in Northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life for a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Meet Brad. Brad's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added live chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24-7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. Live chat, one of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things, or nothing at all. Ask us how at surroundpittsburgh.com. That hailstorm really did some damage to the house, honey. I know, and so close to Christmas. What are we going to do? Well, you know, our neighbor Eric said Bachman's Roofing helped him with his insurance claim and walked him through each step of the process. Maybe we should call them, too. Eric's wife did say Bachman's are local storm experts. Can we ask them about saving with solar roofing? I think that's a great idea. Call Bachman's Roofing and Solar at 412-744-8390 or go to pittsburgh.bachmansroofing.com. Should we go ahead with it? Yes, you went out there. Does this make sense, John? Yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) You don't know if it makes sense because I haven't said it yet. I don't see it on the schedule. It's not on the schedule. I messed up. I I did. It was me. It was my problem. Okay, here we go. Okay, thank you. That makes sense. Does this make sense, John? (laughs) Gary, does this make sense? No. Because it wasn't on the calendar. No, it wasn't on the calendar. (laughs) sorry. Uh, I'd like to offer this a plain yogurt. Plain yogurt? Mm-hmm. Not vanilla, not peach, not blueberry, not cobbler. Well, I guess for some people it makes sense. To me... I'm asking you, does that make no, sense? No, it doesn't make any sense at all. I could care less. Mm-hmm. No. But I'm sure that there are recipes that, you know, use plain yogurt. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, you never buy never, plain yogurt? Never, in a million years. Have you tasted plain yogurt? Yeah, of course. Yeah, mm. and it's awful? No. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not awful. It's just, it's meh. It's just plain yogurt. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to eat yogurt, I'm going to eat like a flavored, like my favorite yogurt, pineapple. Is that right? Like mm. the Yoplait? Mm-hmm. Pineapple or mm-hmm. Danon yeah. or something, something like that? like that, little chunks in there. Yeah. Why, you like plain yogurt? I got to tell you, John, to you? it makes all the sense in the world. And it's wrong. a new thing for me because of my whole life, I never liked it. But when I went to Germany a couple years ago, uh, breakfast is... Oh. The reason to go to Germany is to go to breakfast. Mm-hmm. I just have to tell you that. <laughs> okay. Not the cathedrals. No, I mean, and, not, the, and all the castles and everything. Nothing. The Rhine, it's fine. It's all breakfast. But go for breakfast. Anyway, there's all this plain yogurt. Yeah. You know what they do? Oh. So they have the plain yogurt, and then they have the flavored sugary sweet granola that you put in it. I see. I see. I see. So instead of doing what we do here, which is the sugary yogurt, yep. sweetened yogurt with the sweetened stuff you're putting in, sure. they're doing the plain thing, then they're putting this... I think they're on to something. I know that it's not just Germany that does that. Right. I want to salute all peoples... Because I think it's the way forward. Plain yogurt, and then you add as you, you go. Add, you add a nice granola that mm. you like that has is sweetened with something. Mm. 
but you're not buying, you know, I don't I don't want to dish your pineapple yo play because I'm sure it's great. Oh, it's wonderful. All right, okay. For you it makes sense. Yeah, for you it No, it doesn't make any sense. All right, does this make sense? The humble clothespin. What are you using it for? Now here's the deal. I have a bucket in my basement, a metal bucket that is filled with my mother's clothespins. Is really? I will never throw those away. Of course not. But what do I use a clothespin for? Look at the ceiling. Oh, there's one hanging from the studio here. There is a clothespin hanging from the studio. You're ceiling. holding up uh, to the ceiling tiles some of the light modifiers. Uh huh. Yeah. So you see, whether you're hanging clothes or mm-hmm. not, high tech or low clothes, the clothespin still has its place in society. It makes sense to me. I think in every format I can think of, a clothespin makes sense. Hey, do you have clothespins? Yes, I do. You hang clothes up outside? No, but I use it for other stuff. uh It's the ultimate analog tool in the home. Amen. Makes sense. Not yogurt, though. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? Well, that's about to change thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks. Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Lorel Lee Family Foundation Fund and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org slash employment. Whether you're dreaming of a white Christmas, thinking about a red-nosed reindeer, or just rocking around the Christmas tree, the team at Accurate Solutions Group would like to say thank you to everyone who helped make this year such a success. So from our family to yours, we wish you a Merry Christmas. As we turn the calendar to a new year, we would be honored to help you with your retirement planning resolutions. Give Accurate Solutions Group a call today, 412-515-0005. Accurate Solutions Group can help you create a retirement blueprint so you can find out if this is the year you can finally retire. Call 412-515-0005. Accurate Solutions Group, that's 412-515-0005 or online at asgretire.com. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. After 11 years, Brett's marriage had grown stale. He wanted something better for he and his wife. Focus on the families helped our marriage from the standpoint of opening our hearts to see things from the other's perspective and to make sure that God is centered in our marriage I'm Jim Daly. Together we can give families hope. Donate at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash family, and your gift will be doubled. Hi, I'm Kyle, and my company is Blindster.com. 
I started Blindster in 2010 to provide custom blind shades and shutters at affordable prices. Our blinds are easy to install and shipping is free. Don't hire an expensive professional. Do it yourself and save big at Blindster.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. So we're deep in the the time frame of the year-end lists. Best TV shows, best movies, best books, you, you name, name it. it. Right, yeah. Now, it seems as though there are multiple entities that are vying to produce the so-called word of the year, right? Different dictionaries are saying, this is our word of the year. Right, right I, we talked about Merriam-Webster's word of the year. And now I can't think of what it was. Close bin. No. no. That was the last segment. Yeah. Uh, Gaslight? No. Gaslight. Yeah, very Thank good you. memory, Gary. It was Gaslight. Gaslight, yes. From the film, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, originally from the film. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so there's uh, the Oxford people, the Oxford English Dictionary. Mm-hmm. Now, that's pretty heady. You'd have to take that pretty serious. So uh, here it is. It's mindlessly binge-watching television without worrying about the time. It's eating snacks in bed without a care about leftover crumbs. It's wearing the same pair of pajamas all week while working from home. Welcome to goblin mode. The slang is the, the, defined as a type of behavior which is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. <laughs> goblin mode the Oxford English Dictionary Word of 2022. Have you ever heard that word never, before? Never, never. Gary, I... have you ever heard that word before? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Apparently the, firm, uh, the, uh, the term first appeared on Twitter in 2009, but did not go viral until 2022. It's captured the prevailing mood of individuals who rejected the idea of returning to normal life or rebelled against the increasingly unattainable aesthetic standards and unsustainable lifestyles exhibited on social media. Can you read the symptoms again? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Got to see how many I have. Yeah, just see if he's afflicted. The type of behavior which is unapologetically self-indulgent. Okay, got that. Lazy. Yeah, but <laughs> slovenly, greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. I would say you're the anti-goblin guy, Gary. That's not you. I know. However, there is a part of you that longs to be that Probably. person. Right. Some in, in the distant retirement mode. For me, it's not shaving on a Saturday. Oh, my That's God. about wow, as far as I is, go. That's <laughs> crazy. You know what? Oh, that's, that's off the chain right that, there. That's yep. nutty. Okay. So it, you, it, early in the article, mm. you're reading from where the Guardian, right? Uh, yeah. Early in the article, you said something like binge watching. Mindlessly binge watching television without worrying about the time. Okay. Now. I have done that. Have you? I watched eight episodes of 1899 over Thanksgiving break in a 24-hour period. In the midst of it all, didn't you feel guilty? No. Really? Because it was Thanksgiving break. If it was today, oh, for, you can't and do I was it supposed today. to be working, really. I would feel. But yeah, so I, so I apparently do go in and out of goblin mode. Now, the other things, like wearing the same pair of pajamas for a week. Eating or, snacks in bed without a no, care. No, that's disgusting. About leftover crumbs. That's so gross. Wearing the same pair of pajamas all that's week. That's also gross. Um, working, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, about okay, it. Yeah, so, okay, but, but the Netflix thing, yeah. I, I sure. always feel guilty. 
Whenever I do that, it wouldn't matter if I had like a month of Sundays. So if you're wa- so if you're now, watching a show, mm-mm. do you always just watch one episode? No, but it goes with like an emotional toll. Don't you the, feel like a loser when you're watching yes. eight TV shows in a row? Yes, well, I do. Well, I would, as I said, if it was today, I would feel mm. that way. Oh, I'd be like but an anxious over mess. over Thanksgiving break, I did not feel that way. Okay. And you, you would not do that over Thanksgiving break, John? Well, uh, no, because I just, I'm, I'm, I get, <laughs> look, I'm like getting neurotic. <laughs> I, get a little, I get a little crazy. I, I, you know, I have to go and like, you know, go to confession or something, you know? Uh-huh. Because of the... My slovenly, guilty behavior. Because of the show. I'm just saying. Gary, would you ever do that? No. Do what? Watch. Eight episodes of uh, an, an hour show. Un- unattended. I remember one time when my wife was working, and she was working on a weekend, I watched a lot of shows mm-hmm. of 24. When I- oh, yes. Yeah, sure. Of course. And that was really hard to put down. Yeah. Right. But I felt really bad about myself after that. See, okay, so you guys have a lot of guilt about well, these things. Well, I kind of feel like it's hard to, like, I want to justify the value of my time. Well, yeah, I, that's, what, I mean, that's valuable. And so then, like, some, my wife comes home and she'll go, what'd you do today? You know, I'll, like, <laughs> I watch TV. Yeah, I break out, like, weeping. <laughs> Right, something you know, I got to show like the I mean, value. I can of, imagine if all. you're watching something that you don't feel like has any storytelling value or any moral relevance or any anything, that would be one thing. But I feel like I don't know, maybe a thing that that I'm going to watch for that amount of time maybe. is going to me to be worth it. In some now, way. at the same time, you know, by saying that, I would happily watch two football games back to back. Well, that's right. That's Which same. I feel good about. Right. <laughs> so know, that's six hours that's right there. That's pretty much I yeah. watch football <laughs> today. All right. So, okay. All right. So, okay. So let's take our attention away pretty from much. the tube yeah. and put it to music. Okay. okay. This is an article that we saw today in Study Finds. Um, this is a new app that you can download. A new app. Yes. Listen. Every day there's listen, a new app. Listen, don't pick on the app. Right. Okay. Uh, so this is the Emotion Equalization app. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah. I'll look for it online. Okay. You can download it, and it does, as I understand it, some sort of assessment of your mood and emotion. What? Okay, How does yes. it know my mood? Because you're going to take, it gives you like a little quiz. Okay. This is after I watch eight episodes. Okay. You're going to be very agitated. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, it will collate a playlist to help you in your path to a healthier you. <laughs> so it will take really? music specifically to aid Curated. You, exactly to aid you in the difficulties that mm-hmm. you're having. Mm-hmm. All right. What's it called? Emotion uh, emotion equal- emotion equalization. All right. I'm doing a little search here. Okay. Uh, I can't see it. It's in today's study finds. The app gauges current emotion and long-term emotion status with a pictorial assessment tool. Um, The energy level that you can express can run from high, medium to low, and mood can register as positive, neutral, or negative. Okay. Um, Then the music will provide some energy. It will provide a mood. It might provide some consolation Mm. or a positive, you know, it could be uplifting depending on what it is. It's going to give you musically what you, John, need. I need. And after you fill out the survey, it sends all your data to Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) Right. Right. Or he can target you with advertising. Or to the Chinese government. Right. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah. And well, you and you have to do a TikTok video. Well, isn't it better if you just kind of go, hey, you know that song I like? That makes me, uh, you know, I'm curating for myself. Yes. that Of course, that would be better. But right? that's going to take a lot more time than going through this and trusting that this new app is going to be uh, your very cheap therapist. Do you have a playlist? You, you know playlist? the show I like or, yeah. or the music I like? Oh. Your theme song. Oh, get out of here. Because when it starts here in a second, <laughs> that means it means your show's done. almost over. <laughs> oh, I see. So, so that lifts your mood. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No, you smell I the bus. I, yeah. I understand. Uh, okay, I understand. I kind of like the idea of a little curated play- really? playlist. But here's the thing. The first song would come on, and I'd be like, no, I hate I that song. I don't want that. And then the next song would come on, well, I hate, I hate that. And so I'd end up fast-forwarding over everything. Of right. course, I have multiple playlists. Yes. Yes, do you as well? Yes, I do. Yeah. To fit my mood, yeah, right. Because right. who knows you better you than have, yourself? Do you have them categorized by mood? Uh no, no, oh, no, okay, no. Because I was gonna say I don't have that. No, but I do have like turn up the volume songs, yeah, or course, sunny yeah. day songs, or you know, how about this acceptable song? Christmas songs? End of show like song. That. End and, of and this show is song. The right. End of show song. Very nice. Well, thanks for being with us uh, for the End of Show song. If you missed any part of today's program, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Download the Ride Home with John and Kathy. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. This is Ryan Anderson, president of the Ethics and Public Policy Center for townhall.com. The Supreme Court heard oral arguments on Monday in a vitally important... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.